0: Hey, this is Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the 5-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this.
1: The tangents as we continue all the way to episode 378 of the five ish Girls podcast and just when you thought it was safe to go back to the hat <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows i got that <laughs> reference <laughs> who knows what craziness mm-hmm. is
1: going to ensue
2: mm-hmm.
0: all right yeah uh, welcome
1: everyone to this week's episode of the five ish Girls podcast so I'm glad just let's turn off like with the virtual table and see who joined us this week this is Brittany Belvedere
0: this is holly from wisconsin
1: and this is rachel in indianapolis indiana hello
0: everyone
2: hello.
1: Hello. Oh. Oh. yes happy birthday captain america uh yes <laughs> steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. and if you're on tiktok happy birthday to noodle the pug
0: uh <laughs> oh happy birthday noodle <laughs>
2: Have you got the noodle?
1: <laughs> uh so all right. Well, let's do Zen news got the little bit of news starting with our first look at Hocus Pocus
2: two Yes. <laughs>
0: Oh.
1: there's not a calming circle and at least one musical number i will be thoroughly disappointed beyond that mm-hmm. i'm game Same. for anything yeah. <laughs> come on i'm it's excited the I, at the
0: most, M,
2: they've already teased.
1: A they've kind of already <laughs> teased that there's going to be probably some sort of performance number considering they're like the Sanderson sisters, you must be looking for the stage. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, the Sanderson sisters are back. Along with the book mm-hmm. and a certain dead ex boyfriend. Yes. Oh. But not a certain talking cat. There's a cat. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> there was a cat, but that cat. So <laughs>
0: honestly, I kind of would have. I would be kind of annoyed if it
1: was just mainly yeah. how it ended. He got his like. I, he got his happy ending, which is exactly mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Jason has. I follow him on TikTok, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, are you gonna be in hocus focus too?" He's like, "No, Bink's got his happy ending." <laughs> <Exactly>. so
2: that's
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so like yeah why would you he got be reunited with his sister like leave the poor kid alone exactly does that not mean that like you know jason himself might not you know be like a you know random face in the crowd somewhere <laughs> and you I know the people can be like either you know him or you don't like they like to do in some movies, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. But oh my god, I'm excited!
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's crazy to think that we're getting into you know that like Halloween season is coming, but <laughs> yeah, and it will yeah, be so a nice. Don't worry, kick off.
0: We will review when it comes. Yes,
1: up. <laughs> yes, because it will be dropping at the end of September, so. Perfect to Yay! kick off Halloween season. So
0: yes, exactly.
1: Should be a good time. Oh, um, and then also from the House of Mouse, um, we have gotten uh, some more information for the revamp that is going to happen with what is now known as Splash Mountain in the at least U.S. Disney parks. Uh, we knew it was getting a Princess and the Frog change, uh, but now we've got even more information. It's going to officially be called Tiana's Bayou Adventure. So there's are some, uh, there's a nice little uh, piece of art with Tiana and her uh her man in a uh boat with lewis there and some uh presumably other ride <laughs> riders also on boats so i guess we're gonna get boats uh i guess well, i don't know tiana's on a boat the people behind her are still in the log so i'm guessing the logs are probably gonna stick around uh, It probably save them a lot of work as far as like the actual ride mechanics itself yeah so but yeah it should be a. should looks like it's going to be a lot of fun so it's going to be very inspired by the bayou and things like the french market um, imagineers have been traveling to louisiana um to get inspiration, so they say it's going to be a love letter to New Orleans. Nice. I'm still waiting for them to say that there's going to be some place to buy beignets. Uh- <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if there's no beignets, <laughs> we write at dawn. Yeah, really.
1: So, although at least at the Magic Kingdom in Florida, over in Tomorrowland, if it's open, there is a place to buy beignets. But this would make way more sense. So mm-hmm. you don't think yes. Tomorrowland for beignets? You you think of New Orleans? So mm-hmm. you
2: know, yes, mm-hmm.
1: so and there is definitely space over there. It doesn't need to be a full restaurant. It could be just a cart. You can make churros yes, on no the cart. cart.
0: You can you can make by, yes. you
1: can make minias in the cart. So that's all I'm saying. Yes. So.
0: And for those of you if you make sure, I don't know if Disney does it, but with the churros, you need some melted chocolate on the side to dip those churros in. <laughs> <laughs> Chefs kiss. that that was the big that's the big thing in Spain yes lots of ch-
2: lots yeah. of churro it, it depends the on corner. the oh, part oh,
1: but yes mm-hmm. it, it, uh-huh. the churro parts i have had chocolate available i prefer mm-hmm. to eat them just straight up
0: uh-huh yeah, oh they're good yeah, straight up purist, like, yes, like that the dishes
1: yes <laughs> um, so, but then they also have occasionally specialty churros where they're already like uh-huh. pre-dipped in stuff and covered in stuff. Ooh. So yum. Um, it tends to be a more Disneyland thing, Walt Disney World, but mm. now I really, really want a churro. Uh- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and Sadie. some and- <laughs> anyway, uh, Anyway, I'm just going to have to settle for this little Debbie oatmeal cream pie cookie.
0: Uh- <laughs> yum. <laughs> Those are good.
1: <laughs> at least it's something. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, but that is expected to open in late 2024 on both coasts in the US. So there is that. So very cool. So I imagine you're still gonna get wet. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. okay. no. I mean at the end of the day, just it's it's still is still a mountain with a very big drop, so
2: mm-hmm. odds are you're
1: still going to get wet. How they're going to incorporate that into the story, it'll be interesting. So maybe Lewis is going to be like, "Let's go for a slide over the waterfall or something," you know? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so there is that uh, moving out of the Disney bubble. Into the world of the Dresden Files, so we've got a new novella being released tomorrow. Actually, as we're recording this, yeah, (laughs) yeah, called "The Law." So, Mm -hmm. uh, so this is not a full Dresden Files story no. with the whole bunch you know this is a single contained story but it is it does take place after the events of peace talks and yes every and um battleground yeah <laughs> uh, um <laughs> things <Yeah>. happened
0: uh <laughs> yes uh yeah rachel and i need therapy i am for caught up Chibok. now with the
1: dresden files yes. so i know what's going <laughs> on so we will be getting to the dresden files now that i am caught up <laughs> so it took yeah. me six months but i have read all 17 of the dresden files okay.
2: books you, you cruised through the two, a-
1: plus the two kind of anthology collections yes
0: so briefcases and, and it's so <laughs> and it's well and, it's, and if you can't if you can't handle the physical books i'm really hyping the audio books oh james yeah that's marsters how i did it does an awesome yeah, that's job. how i did manage to do it in,
1: in, in, in yep. six months james marsters 1.25 speed thank you very
0: much yep Hmm. yep
1: um so yeah that uh that gets released tomorrow it's going to be exclusive on audible yes. jim butcher is going to be narrating it not james Marsters, but still
0: um hey i'll I'll take it hey the grab the grand Pooba himself who wrote the books hey i would like i mean i've heard yeah. him give talks so this should be this should be good hearing him narrate one of his own stories yes
2: mm-hmm
0: so
1: there is that. And speaking of books, we are in a new month, so yes. time for book club updates. Yep,
0: yeah, just a second. It is loading. I knew you were going to be going there. So doesn't mean All it right. wants to load in any sort of uh
1: you know a timely new, fashion.
0: Timely fashion. No. Um I want to see. Say uh, shoot, Hold on. Okay, there we go. It's coming, it's coming. Alright, so Storm Morning is our book for the month, which is the first uh eighth doctor adventure with Charlotte Pollard, And uh which we have poll- covered on this show. Yes. Yeah. And our <laughs> poll for August is Project Lazarus, which is a continuation from Project Twilight, The Doctor Trap, Whispers of Terror, and another eighth Doctor adventure called Grand Theft Chaos. So Mm. those are your choices, and please vote.
1: Very nice, very nice, Hmm. so. Would it be wrong of me To just go into the Goodreads and be like, "Here's my review of Storm Warning," and put a link to the podcast episode. (laughs) Go for it. Go for it. I was,
0: I was, I was half Rachel. I was half tempted to, but I'll save that for somebody else in the group to go ahead. A group of you, like this is
1: like here you go. Yeah, we've already had our discussion, so feel free to feel free to tag
0: on your own thoughts. But uh, thoughts, yes. Here's our two cents. (laughs) yes or eight cents because it's a doctor yes (laughs) oh my Uh oh um
1: so yeah so book club there you go link for that always on our website uh so they're doing the fun um and then um speaking of doctor who and big finish because it came up several times over the weekend uh
2: there's a segue
1: (laughs) in there somewhere uh (laughs) i uh, uh was at in conjunction over the weekend so um find that little um locally run uh science fiction and fantasy convention very book um not necessarily emphasis heavy uh but you know it kind of started from a bunch of people that really like science fiction and fantasy books um but it's not just books and book related discussions although most a lot of the vendors there are authors um so i will have to try and find um so you know relevant links for um a number of the authors that i ended up uh sharing panel time with i ended up doing seven (laughs) panels uh i was uh yeah um i did uh three of them on friday and then the other four on saturday uh so come sunday morning i was very tired
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't blame you yeah
1: you can yeah i posted a picture on my on my personal instagram you can see i took pictures of my outfit each day and like friday i dressed really nice and then saturday i i'm sorry i hit i was in you know still kind of nice and then i switched to cosplay because i didn't want to drive while in my cosplay um so then uh then by yesterday morning i'm like i'm wearing essentially sweatpants uh they're nice sweatpants but i'm essentially wearing sweatpants i'm wearing athletic, you at, like, go at with comfort, my dear type clothing <laughs> so and tennis shoes like i'm done <laughs> so, um but uh yeah so i did um let's see uh friday was uh our very first uh panel was um about mental health and conventions so we had a nice uh discussion about um all of us were that were on the panel um do have uh some mental health struggles and we talked about how we balance that versus being geeks and wanting to attend events like in conjunction and you know gen con and that sort of thing um it's like how do you balance that when you suffer from things like anxiety and you know that sort of thing um so that was a a, uh i think a rather um enlightened discussion um and then um i did uh collecting for collectors which i also did last year so we had, had a nice discussion about the sorts of things that we like to collect uh resources uh for people to where people can, you know because obviously you can go on like amazon and buy you know look up doctor who collectibles or star wars or whatever but you know um it's always fun to hear about like oh no this random website that nobody's ever heard of before is a really good resource for like lego you know um
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that sort of thing um uh so that was fun um and then f- my last panel friday night was um it was like it was a panel slash like improv slash like almost performance type thing because um it was um a the idea was it was supposed to be the the people came in to sit in the audience were watching essentially a committee session like a government committee discussion about the uh sokovia accords Uh so we were acting like we were inside the mcu and then we had one person pretending to be uh secretary of state uh ross um and Uh then another person pretending to be tony stark um and then myself and one other person were like u.s senators that were part of this committee uh so Uh it was like debate class which i never did uh Uh actually (laughs) in high school so i'd never done anything like that before um so yeah we we essentially me and the other person were asking questions of secretary ross and tony stark and like you know trying to figure out like the sokovia accords good idea bad idea
2: Mm -hmm. trash
1: it Keep it, but adjust it. Use it as is, that sort of thing. So that was quite fun. I enjoyed researching for that. <laughs> so, so what like was, was the final verdict? Um, it's uh, to be determined. Needs ah, further discussion. Okay. Question. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, in fact, I kept coming. I, I, I was telling uh uh the the two guys that, that played Ross and and Stark the next uh, when I saw them again um the rest of the weekend i'm like i got home friday night and you know ate dinner and you know chilled for the evening before i needed to go to bed and like i got into bed i'm trying to fall asleep and my brain is still running through this and you know, like I, I i was like i i kept I came up with more points and questions I uh, to ask. Is like if we do this again in the future, I'm already ready with more questions.
0: So. We we need a part two. We desperately yes. need a part two.
2: Yeah.
1: because <laughs> <laughs> so. it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. it
0: sounds like it.
1: Um, and then then uh, I went home and tried to sleep. Well, I wasn't arguing with, you know, fictional characters in my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this Saturday, um, I did uh, a panel about our streaming services diluting fandom. Hmm. So we had we a, had a uh, quite uh, lengthy discussion. This was actually a 90 minute panel um where we talked about different streaming services and you know these days is it worth it to spend the money on multiple streaming services compared to cable because you know for the longest time there were only a couple streaming services so a lot of people were dropping cable for like netflix and hulu because it was way cheaper mm-hmm. but now you've got so many streaming services that you're a lot of people are paying the equivalent to what they would pay for cable <laughs> so it's
0: like, uh-huh. yeah. and there's
1: and you get and some stuff that has very strong fandoms behind it you don't have access to it unless you pay for that service so uh-huh. it's like you know it's a blessing and a curse because it's like it's real nice because it's like if you're a huge star trek fan you know you can immediately go to cbs all access or whatever the right. hell they're calling themselves, uh, Paramount um, Plus, or whatever, yeah, Paramount is, Plus, yeah. or whatever the hell they're calling themselves. Um, but if you don't want to pay for it, then it's like, no, Star Trek for you, you know,
2: right? <laughs> so exactly, same yeah, thing with all
1: the Marvel stuff. It's like, you know,
2: uh-huh.
1: you, know, you want to watch the MCU related stuff, you gotta have Disney Plus. So, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a very uh uh interesting discussion i got uh learned about some streaming services i'd never heard of before um so (laughs) um so yeah there's way more out there than probably people i think even realize um so um so that was a a a good discussion a lot of people attend that one too um and then kind of venn diagram overlapping uh we had disney the home of all things marvel and star wars where really we just spent an hour gushing about how much we love the mcu and some of the stuff coming out of star wars mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so, <Yep. laughs>
2: uh,
1: things we like so we we'll don't like things we're excited that are coming things we hope are coming things we wish were coming that sort of thing um and then of course This was, I did not submit this, but of course I had to volunteer to be part of it. Promote your creativity with podcasting because any panel discussion that involves podcasting, you know, I'm there. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So not a lot of people attended that one because the auction was going on at the same time. Um, The charity auction. uh, So that, and that's a big draw for a lot of people um, because it's for good cause ended up raising like $2,000 for um indie reads and i want to say it was second helpings which is a food bank um so that's really good um and then uh my very last panel of the of Saturday and of the entire weekend was of course doctor who <laughs> as jodie is getting ready to regenerate we talked about her doctor uh the doctors before her what we you know hoping to see with this new doctor going forward um and that sort of thing um you know so you know i gotta talk doctor who podcasting star wars marvel you know kind of hitting all the big ones uh for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it was a lot of fun um and then uh right after that was the masquerade which is what they call their cosplay contest um which the event itself this this year and a lot of people uh, when i talked with them about it they they were in agreement the attendance was a little low this year compared to uh, because even last year when we were just fresh out of like the first you know this is the first on after the pandemic um we still had a decent amount of people last year um but this year the numbers seem to be a little lower i think it probably just had to do with the uh the just the cost of travel right now um because gas is you know you gotta take out a small loan to to fill your gas tank and airline tickets are yeah. the equivalent mm-hmm. um so yeah. yeah so i think it was just more people would have loved to have come but even just filling up your gas tank to justify coming was probably hard for some people. Um, obviously I live really close, so it wasn't a problem for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, cause I mean, the fact that it's fourth, you know, first weekend of July, essentially fourth of July weekend is usually not an issue. So it's not, it's not the dates. I think it was just the general travel state at the moment. So, um so hopefully that won't be the case next year but i will talk about next year's event in a moment um but um so yeah so the masquerade um there was only one entry in the child category so he automatically won um but he ended up with a perfect uh score anyway uh so because he he was some character from five nights at freddy's i don't I know the game, but I don't know the character names. Um, some sort of alligator or crocodile or something. But the kid was like 10 and he made the costume himself. Like I'm sure he had wow. some supervision when it came to using like sharp cutting objects and right, maybe, like, yeah, a hot glue gun. Colors. But yeah, mm-hmm. for the uh, apparently he pretty much made it himself, which was quite impressive. Like his mouth open and closed and stuff. So it was really cool. Um, and then we had seven entries in the adult category myself included which i was not even planning originally on cosplaying this particular weekend um yeah i was there friday and at some point i was like should i cosplay tomorrow i don't know maybe because i did my time buster last year um so i didn't necessarily want to repeat that um, so I was like, Well, I could cosplay and I was like, I'll see what kind of mood I'm in when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> and how i feel when i get up saturday morning and i decided i was like yeah sure why not you know this convention's small enough it doesn't require a lot of walking it's indoors and air conditioning it's laid back enough it's like i can cosplay and and still be comfortable so i busted out my six my steampunk six doctor which i've not worn <laughs> since before the pandemic so what wasn't entirely sure if it was gonna fit uh <laughs> thankfully it still does although there's the 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 uh the yellow uh pinstripe skirt A little snug um but i the, yeah it's it, it's still technically fit um so so yeah but I wore that uh Saturday and entered the masquerade with it and I won. Yay nice, nice. Chauncey claps in the background. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's that uh, I, I totally caught me by surprise when they're like and our winner is and they call my name i'm like oh really me okay uh <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh so i won uh two passes for next year so my my year years are taken care of chauncey i'll get the other one um and uh a visa gift card so, which I nice. now need to, I now need to decide, should I buy some, should I use it to be, buy something practical or be frivolous with it? Hmm. Therein lies the mm, question. That, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'll, I will decide. So. <laughs> we will we shall see so it's like cause i have a few things that i've been like tempted to purchase and yeah one of them is practical and the other's a bit more frivolous but would still have some use so it's not like it's something that would just sit and like collect us it would stuff i stuff i would. right was just like do mm-hmm. i do the practical thing or do i do i be frivolous so <laughs> i'll sleep on it um it's a you know it's a, it's a visa gift card it's not going to expire so i got time <laughs> Right, exactly. So, yeah. um oh so yeah and then yesterday was just uh i didn't have any panels so it was just a uh, day in the uh dealer's room um and uh hanging out with my uh fellow uh table mates on either side of me i got up wandered the vendor you know the dealer hall a few times talked with people picked up some business cards bought some pins from a vendor to add to my vest of nerdy pins uh uh, and then it was time to then it was all over time to go home so um yeah i'm like it was I, i always enjoy this convention i mean it's not anything you know uber over the top um there although <laughs> saturday night they did a midnight showing of the rocky horror picture show complete with audience participation and a shadow cast which i really 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 wanted to go to but it didn't start till eleven thirty at night so it would have been super late by the time it was over and I got home. And I was like, I gotta turn around and come back in the morning. So I was like, oh, but I really wanted to stay, but I just could not justify staying up that late. <laughs> as much as I really wanted to. Um but uh but yeah, occasionally we'll do something like that. Oh, I wish I could stay for that. Um so we'll see we'll see how things go next year especially considering next year um the dates it might not be the first weekend in july at this point um and that is because it's not going to be at the same hotel that it's been at for recent history i don't know what exactly what's going on there i don't know if it's pricing or something else um they did not go into detail i did not ask because it doesn't matter to me um it's not my business uh but yeah it's good they're going to be changing locations at least for next year they've got a couple options but nothing's been signed on the dotted line yet so they have not announced that they do they do have guests lined up already uh they've got guests that are like yeah absolutely just tell me when and where and i'll show up which is good um but uh but yeah so I guess stay tuned and as soon as i see an announcement from the powers that be it in conjunction of what the exact dates and location will be i will i will share that and unless it you know conflicts with something else that i absolutely have to do i will be there so um but yeah it was it was a lot of fun um and um yeah, the Duff door was very good about watching the table when I was away at panels. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, and I've got, I put pictures up. Pictures are already up on our Facebook page. Um, obviously, some pictures posted on our Twitter and Instagram, but that's not everything. Uh, but all the pictures I took are on our Facebook page, and then I have video which I will edit and put together and put up on our YouTube channel when okay. I get the moment to do so. so all right so moving on to feedback we got some feedback from Shalane um and um she says um she says remember when uh I told you I'm up for a Princess Leia TV show and I guess we says something about like you know she's in some of the animated stuff Um, and what she meant is she wants like a a a series about her childhood and her life growing up and she said well Obi-Wan kind of covers that so (laughs) that's true um and she says Carrie Fisher would be proud I bet she would (laughs) I I think Mm -hmm. especially the attitude (laughs) that our young Leia brought to brought to the screen at (laughs) Obi-Wan so she'd be like yeah it a block (laughs) uh she says i love young princess leia she was so cute and her little droid lola um mm-hmm. and then um she says uh that she wasn't sure if james earl jones was going to come back and voice darth vader but obviously he did which i mean obviously there are other people that do the voice of darth vader and things like the the video games and and stuff because you know you can't have james mm-hmm. earl jones doing everything Uh, the man does have a life um Mm -hmm. but at least for this i'm glad that it was james jones i agree uh it just says Hayden christian's sin doesn't look like he's aged at all (laughs) (laughs) true uh Yeah. yeah i mean he does look like he's a little older but it does not look like it's been like 20 years since yeah you know he first appeared as is, you know Anakin so <laughs> um she's also, interested, she says it's interesting that um we're getting characters from the animated series in the live action, which why not yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see uh she says. She says, "Someone get Deborah Chow, who directed all of Obi Wan, um, together with Bryce Dallas Howard to do a Star Wars movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. That would be an
1: epic team up.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, please.
1: Yes." She says, "I think Deborah Chow did a great job directing the series. Uh, Plus, she heard Bryce Dallas Howard is taking a break from acting to do some more directing. So."
2: Perfect. Who knows? Sign She'll her up. to something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: and then um, similar going back to other space movies like Spaceballs and Galaxy Quest. Um, she asks, are we going to ever cover things like Titan AE and the Fifth Element? Maybe we'll see um and uh, she says also speaking of alan rickman are we ever going to still revisit harry potter because uh, we've we've mentioned that we will revisit harry potter at some point yes we will we will mm-hmm. do that eventually <laughs> so because yes. i'd like to do, i'd like to do where we have a have a chance to reread the book and then yes. watch the movie back to mm-hmm. back so that they're both fresh yes. and yeah pair the two so but that that would require us having time to read the book yeah <laughs> even if we spread it out we'd still all need time to to read read the mm-hmm. books around the same time as each other so we're all in sync with each other so yes um, it feels like it feels weird like having to find time like back Back when I was a kid, I used to be able to read. Like, as soon as the book came out, you used to read it in that day. Now, like, yeah, 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 I read Deathly Hollows within 24 hours of receiving it. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she poses an interesting question. Since George Lucas told Mel Brooks he was not allowed to make spaceball action figures, does that mean we're never going to get spaceballs Funko Pops?
2: Hmm. They don't know. No, good
0: question.
1: I mean, I guess that would depend on because Funko would but have to get the license actor. for the Spaceballs figures from presumably Mel Brooks. Right. Which they would be different than Star mm. Wars action figures. I mean, there are, But there are Star Wars Funkos out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, which i mean george lucas doesn't own the rights to star wars anymore anyway so yeah i guess that that's kind of a, a moot point but i guess i don't know interesting question i don't know Le- i don't know how the legalities of that would work now that disney owns all the star wars stuff so i guess that would be a discussion between disney mel brooks and funko <laughs>
2: hmm
1: Good question. I would not have thought of that. Yeah. Thank you, Shalane, for your feedback as always. So now is the time for you to open up those browser pages to the IMDBs and Wikipedias. Mm -hmm. Have those ready. Because I sure as hell don't. Uh,
2: Let's <laughs> 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 All right. Oh,
1: no good heavens. Well, this would be an interesting discussion. <laughs> I don't remember who's, who we have left.
0: Yeah, I still have quite a bit actually, and then Rachel's added two. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I keep thinking of ones to, to add. And so, <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> this should be an interesting discussion for hmm. this particular person. They have a bit of a uh, reputation. Uh, (laughs) this is a american actress okay who has won several awards uh she is from uh, california born in los angeles in 1972 her parents are famous Themselves, although I think that her mother probably is more recognizable than now by name so. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so she grew up well. <laughs> <gonna> say that <laughs> she grew up with money, uh, so. Uh, she lived in California before she moved all the way across the country to Manhattan to go to a all girls private school and then returned to California to study art history at the University of California, Santa Barbara
2: okay i think huh. i figured it out
1: i is think i might have two who wants to go first um is it gwyneth paltrow i can see my last name <laughs> spit it out
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes it is gwyneth paltrow
0: that was my guess. So Brittany and I were on the same wavelength. Yeah. So.
2: Speaking of Marvel. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So Gwyneth Cates. This is Tony Paltrow, Stark. <laughs> born September 27th, uh, 1972, to... Uh, her father is a producer and director, Bruce Paltrow, and her mother is actress Blythe Danner, who uh, is quite the uh, actress herself. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Prince of Tides. mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: Uh, all sorts of things uh so um but yeah um she's got a younger brother uh named jake who is also works in the movie business as a director and screenwriter Uh, she grew up in a mixed jewish and christian household so they celebrated both jewish and christian holidays and her brother did have a bar mitzvah when he turned 13 interesting but she is a california girl through and uh through though and her family has got all sorts of connections one way or the other so she is a second cousin to former u.s congresswoman gabby giffords uh <laughs> wow she's also second cousin-in-law to a u.s senator oh steven spielberg is her godfather <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice wow oh so.
1: She, was, uh, she spent a year abroad in Spain where she learned to speak Spanish. And she's also uh, fluent in conversational French. Uh, let's see. So her acting debut was in High in 1989, a TV film her father directed, Um, and then she made her professional stage debut in 1990. Um, probably the earliest thing that we probably know her from is as young Wendy in Hook. Hmm. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. um so uh and then she did a few more roles <laughs> nothing really of note and then in 1995 she did seven yep. with yeah. brad pitt and morgan freeman, morgan freeman. Yep. what's in the box i'll tell you what's in the box um yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, So uh, then in uh, 1996, she appeared as Emma, the Jane Austen character from the novel
2: of the same name.
1: Um, so she's done a combination of you know romantic comedies and other things Um, you know she's sliding doors Um, obviously 1998 she did Shakespeare in Love where she won uh academy award and shakespeare and love also won best picture that year so we will obviously we'll be talking about all that on gold standard when we get to it so <laughs> when his performance will be brought up again um yes. <laughs> Uh, apparently it was, she was considered for the role of rose dewitt bukata in titanic huh. and she did not
2: huh. it's always interesting hearing like oh they will consider for that role and it's like really hard to like how
1: would that even work like so i'm um...
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but if you remember was she uh, after she did Shakespeare in Love she went on this like and I don't know if this was also no she wasn't married to Chris Martin then yet she married in 2003 but if I remember correctly after she did Shakespeare in Love she went on like this tear for a while where she talked with a British accent
0: I kind of vaguely remember Which was that.
1: really weird. And everybody just kind of looked at her and squinted and tilted their head like, huh? What's going on there? <laughs> so... Uh, oh, I've I actually have not seen Shakespeare in Love yet. That's one of those where it's like, yeah, I'll wait until we get to it on gold standard. Because really, I have no desire to watch it. Although, from what I understand, Judy Dench as... Queen Elizabeth is fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, from Paltrow's performance, I guess, is like it's good, but not necessarily best actress worthy, from what I understand. So like the most crit, like the most like longstanding thing from her win is that she helped bring pink back into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. from her dress <laughs> dresses she wore so. um, uh she was also in the Talented Mr. Ripley
2: um,
1: and uh, which I've not seen either, I have seen Shallow Hal. Imagine that's not aged well. <laughs> uh, so, Um, and then, of course, uh, she's been in The Royal Tenenbaums, which is a Wes Anderson movie. Um, and in 2003, she married uh, Chris Martin, the lead singer of Coldplay. So she was married to him from
2: 2003
1: to 2016. Uh-huh. Um, they had uh,
0: two kids. hmm um apple and apple and moses Moses, i
1: think is uh, the other uh (laughs) yeah although before that she was engaged to brad pitt but they never actually got married um and then she dated ben affleck for a while oh um but yeah yeah she was married to uh chris martin there for uh a while um so um and of course they're they're uh i don't want to say they divorced because that's not the terminology they used they did a conscious uncoupling yeah again
0: that's eyes. just the nice way. Of, a that's that's just the nice way of saying divorced without seeing it in a way. That's just me, though.
2: That's just me. Yep.
1: <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. The ability to understand that every irritation and argument within a marriage was a signal to look inside ourselves and identify in a negative internal object that needed healing. Mm. Yeah. So, from this perspective, there are no bad guys, just two people. It's about people as individuals, not just the relationship.
2: Hmm. Interpret okay. that how you will. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that,
1: that, that's a lot
0: of mumbo jumbo double talk that you yeah, too late yeah. in the day for that's, me to that's, try to that's comprehend a,
1: that's, a, that's a very flowery way of saying we were married but unhappy
0: right we couldn't get along yes. so here we go <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah so um uh she did some small bits and then of course 2008 she gets cast as Pepper Potts in Iron Man yep which you know I don't mind her as Pepper Potts no. I think she did a pretty good job as Pepper Potts. yes so yes um yeah i think i think she balanced well against rdj's yes portrayal of Tony stark <laughs> yes
0: yeah. very well very well yeah
1: yeah so, and obviously she as pepper had appeared in a good number of films in the mcu obviously all the iron man's she's in the avengers um obviously in avengers age of ultron tony and pepper are broken up so we don't see her <laughs> um she appears again in spider-man homecoming although according to her she does not remember being in spider-man homecoming when she was on uh john favreau's uh cooking show um and they were talking about filming and she's like i wasn't in that yeah you were that's when Tony and Pepper get engaged, is at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> then obviously in Infinity War and Endgame. So because in Iron Man mm-hmm. 3, she um becomes a bit more of a superhero herself. And then obviously uh becomes rescue by the time we get to <laughs> End game. So, yes. And now Tony's dead. So <laughs> she just gets name dropped instead of actually being mm-hmm. movies, <sighs> which is fine. So yes. She and she and Morgan can live in peace. Yes. Yes. Um. And uh, she was in. She made a couple appearances on the TV show Glee Mm -hmm. as a substitute teacher named Holly Holiday. (laughs) Um, Her uh, first episode appearance, um, she fills in for uh, Matthew Morrison's uh, Mr. Schuster when he becomes ill. And um, that is the episode where they do um several um homages to singing in the rain so um including the uh final number um which is a mashup of singing in the rain and rihanna's umbrella which i actually really love that mashup so (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: it's a good mashup oh yeah
1: yeah which I would like to think helped inspire Tom Holland's performance on uh, Lip Sync Battle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Personally, uh, I've not heard him say one way or the other, but in my mind, it's a direct connection. Your own
0: personal headcanon, I buy it myself. I mean, (laughs) she plays Pepper Potts.
1: Yep. In the MCU, she's married Tony Stark. Tony Stark is the, the mentor to Peter Parker, who's played by Tom Holland. There you go. It's like Kevin. It's Bane. all connected.
2: Yes, it yes. is. Even not in actual universe. Apparently. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, and then um, yeah, so then she uh, Holly made two more uh, uh, appearances in Glee, uh, performing some other um, songs. And um, she appears in the Glee 3D concert movie (laughs) Uh, because she did make uh, a couple of appearances during the Glee live concert tour in character. So not in any of the shows I was at. But she did. (laughs) Uh, Um, When I was back doing my like MCU alumni watch thing, getting ready for Uh Infinity War and Endgame um yes to check her off the movie i ended up watching is called thanks for sharing which actually has mark ruffalo in it too um and um it's quite uh kind of a stacked cast it's got tim robbins and josh gads in it as well um but it's a drama romantic dramedy um about a group of people not all of them but it's 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 about this group of people and then other people that they have like relationships with whether they're romantic or family relationships or whatever so the intermingling of relationships centered around these people that are in a support group for sex addicts it's kind of weird oh. so <laughs> it's okay it's just one of those where it's like okay I can because I, I didn't want to watch Shakespeare love so it was like well, I'll watch that instead uh <laughs> so because I always liked it when you know it helped that if I could find something that had multiple MCU people in it because it's like less I have to right. watch you know, I've only got so many yes. hours mm-hmm. in the day um and there was only so much time between Infinity War and Endgame, so you know. <laughs> yes.
0: The more birds you can kill with the stone, the better.
1: Exactly. So I was able to chuck off Mark Ruffalo as well. So
0: um
1: oh, yeah. Um so yeah, since other than this stuff with the MCU, she's actually not doing as much. Acting wise, these days, um, because she is too busy being the founder and leader of Goop, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which, uh, interesting company to say the least,
1: yeah. I mean, I totally get you know, people looking for i mean it takes time and innovation and trying things to help things like medicine and science advance um you know things like radiation were stumbled across, stumbled across accidentally uh <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh what you know, there's been certain things that have been, you know, discovered um in the name of science and medicine and technology, because people have been trying this, that, and the other thing. So I totally get that people want to think outside the box when it comes to wellness and health and beauty and the like. Personally, <laughs> that being said, mm-hmm yep there is experimenting because you have you know just like with any other sort of like experiment you've got a hypothesis and doing stuff just because it's alternative
2: for Mm -hmm. lack of a better
1: term just because you don't want to do something mainstream (sighs) um but that's my humble opinion yeah <laughs> and I think some of the things that goop has done and offered to people are crossing that line
2: mm-hmm. but that is
1: just me <laughs> so um, oh, especially considering some of the stuff that has been offered has been looked at by some- a actual scientists and medical professionals and be like yeah if you do this you're gonna injure yourself yep (laughs) Uh despite what benefits it may supposedly have it ain't worth it because you're gonna seriously injure yourself (laughs) so uh that being said goop very very successful very Mm -hmm. successful i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it it is gwyneth and she's got some name recognition um but um but yeah uh, it's it's not for me (laughs) yeah you know it's it's uh it's you know it's obviously it's been around for 14 years so it's doing well enough to have stuck around
2: I didn't realize Uh, it's been around that long
1: yeah but um but yeah to it's 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 not my cup of tea and Mm um I I think that yeah if I was in Gwyneth's shoes um when you're especially these days name recognition and what uh-huh. you as a celebrity you tie yourself to things uh
2: uh-huh. um, you
1: need to be very careful because yep. people mm-hmm. will do things and try things just because their favorite celebrity has their name attached to it
2: yeah
1: <clears throat> well um but some of the things that Gwyneth has said and done seems like maybe she doesn't she either doesn't quite get it or doesn't care. I don't know which or maybe right. a little both.
0: Yeah, both. Yeah. yeah, right there with you, Rachel. Yeah, right there mm-hmm. with
1: you. Yeah. So. Yeah, Goop is a thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I, it will, I will.
1: I will put a link in the show notes to a youtube video there's a channel i watch um she calls herself the illuminati (laughs) not spelled (laughs) not spelled the same way as like the
2: illuminati yeah
1: you know like lizard people illuminati um but she does really good deep dives into like well-known corporate entities that have not necessarily the best track record
2: (laughs) right yeah when
1: it comes to public health and safety and doing things that are very questionable if not illegal and she has done one on goop so i mean she doesn't try to be like you know this company is bad and this is why is it's she tries to present things as neutral as possible but it's just like here are the facts draw from that so right um but she has done one on goop so i will post a link to that in the show notes and you can watch it and she always has links to her resources and research and stuff so you can always dive into that and do more research on your own if you are so inclined if you're like you know yeah if you don't have an opinion but would like to you can go from there so but yeah i'm not (laughs) i'm not i mean when chauncey and i went to uh well when chauncey and i went to house on the rock the the trip we went on where we got to 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 meet holly um Mm -hmm. uh, there was a spot in the house where they had some asian inspired decor and in one of the display cases was a bunch of like rocks really nice looking rocks and one of them was kind of a greenish shade and kind of egg shaped and chauncey and i both just kind of looked at it and bust out laughing so. Mm so and you know chauncey chauncey doesn't really pay attention to like mainstream celebrity related stuff so when he understood why it was funny that tells you something that's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what she's doing now. Really, is goop, um, right? You know, doing food-related things like cookbooks, and the like. Goop has had its own series on. Netflix.
2: I would not recommend watching
1: it unless you're going to hate watch it. (laughs) Watch it for the sheer entertainment value. I would not take any, uh, anything they say in there because it's called the Goop Lab. So it was made and produced by them. So obviously it's going to put them in the best light possible. So, but again okay. i would not take anything said and presented on there as necessarily top notch thumbs up medical and or scientific recommendations right. so. <laughs> that being said um she is remarried though so. She started uh, dating producer Brad Falchuk, actually, when she was on Glee. Um, And uh, they got married in 2018. So. But, yeah, uh, she really has not done anything acting-wise other out post endgame other than some tv related stuff um although she has done a series called the politician um which was created in part by her husband so that probably explains why she was in it and she was also executive producer for it So, and then the goop lab series on netflix so um so yeah that's gwyneth paltrow I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Right. It's like the whole goop thing is just all like, okay, you do you boo boo, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You go girlfriend, make that, make those dollars, you know, you got, you you know, even though she's remarried, you know, she's got two kids. Uh, Yeah. gotta, Gotta do something, I guess. Although, If I was her, I'd just be living on the Marvel money for the rest of my life. But
2: yeah, that's just
1: so. So yeah, let's see if we can draw somebody who's um maybe a little less um controversial.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. Please. Pat Uh, be nice to us. Yeah.
1: one of these days i might actually need to switch to a proper hat because the thing i'm using is like everything gets stuck together and it's got some serious static cling going
2: on here so uh, oh my goodness um okay this should make for
1: a much better discussion well that's good. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I'm excited. Who's who's oh so this American actor, singer, dancer, comedian, all around mm. entertainer. Mm. Award winning of film, television and stage.
2: Um, Who, uh, uh
1: older gentleman, uh, <laughs> much <laughs> older gentleman, that will probably give it away, actually. So, okay. Uh, consider he was born in 1925,
2: mm-hmm. and yeah. is still
1: with us. That is the kicker because there are some older there are some people with birthdays yeah. in that that same generation that are on the list that are no longer with us.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Someone I grew up watching on reruns on TV Land.
0: Okay have an idea but I want to quick do a search
1: from Missouri born in West
0: Plains Missouri is Dick Van Dyke. yes
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: that's who I was going for that's who I was going for <laughs> yep
2: <sighs>
0: Mr.
1: Dick Van Dyke I mean officially born Richard Wayne Van Dyke Uh, but nobody recalls him that he's dick van dyke so Mm -hmm. which for the longest time small tangent here when i was first getting into the disney fandom online obviously i've been a disney fan since i was really really little but as far as the internet is concerned um once the internet and like message boards and social media were becoming more of a thing the disney fandom we would have to abbreviate dick van dyke's name because his last name would get censored
0: oh sure Um, yeah
1: so you just had to refer to him as dvd
0: yeah (laughs) and not the physical media yes (laughs)
1: Because the internet was like, oh, Dyke, that's a, not an appropriate word. I'm like, it's his last name.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, his, and his
1: first name is Nostal so because
2: Dick, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: Yeah. So Dick Jan Dyke, still kicking it at 96 years old. Yep. Oh, yeah born to hazel um and lauren um his mother was a stenographer and his father was a salesman Though, so, although he was born in missouri he grew up in danville illinois um and of course he has an older brother jerry van dyke who passed away several years ago um, and um his family can trace the family line back to the Mayflower to a passenger by the name of John Aiden. Interesting. Oh, oh cool, uh, that's what it common with Dick Van Dyke. I can also yeah. trace my family. <laughs> yeah. Or John Alden. Sorry, that's an L not an I. <laughs> I can read. Uh <laughs> uh uh, apparently as a kid he considered a career in the ministry i know a few celebrities like that uh (laughs) um but he uh took uh, drama class in high school and changed his mind to become a professional entertainer entertainer although um he did teach sunday school um at the presbyterian church that he attended um so (laughs) um he joined the uh u.s army air force uh during world war ii um he was (laughs) speaking of captain america he was denied enlistment several times for being underweight (laughs) before he was finally accepted for service as a radio announcer before transferring to special services and entertaining the troops (laughs) he actually left high school to join the military so he actually never he did not finish high school he got did not get his high school diploma until
0: 2004
1: oh wow wow so and obviously post-war um he'd go on into the entertainment industry he worked as a radio dj while still in in illinois um he started performing um at clubs as part of a comedy duo um and um he made his broadway debut in 1959 um and then in 1960 he got the lead role in bye bye birdie Uh, so he did that from april of 60 to october of 1961 um including uh the musical won four tonys including him winning best featured actor nice yes um, and then in 1980, he actually had the lead role in the first Broadway revival of one of my favorite musicals, The Music Man.
2: Cool. So, nice.
1: Obviously, Robert Preston had the original role on Broadway and in the film, as we mentioned a little bit when talking about Matthew Broderick. Uh, <laughs> Um and um so yeah, so when uh the, the show ended and then when they revived it on Broadway, Dick Van Dyke got to play Professor Harold Hill. And right now you can go to Broadway and see the music man starring Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Which I'd really love to get out there and see that while he was still doing the lead. Um oh um and he started doing tv obviously tv was not a thing <laughs> for a while but once mm-hmm. it did much like um other celebrities of that era all of betty white and the like uh started out doing things like um comedy programs variety shows that sort of thing so he appeared on the pat boone chevy showroom the polly bergen show um and um a friend of his from the army that was uh, working as executive at cbs um recommended him to the network and he ended up with a seven-year contract um, so um he actually uh, was an anchorman for cbs's the cbs morning show while walter cronkite was the newsman um, oh. and then of course 1961 we get the dick van dyke show yes conceived by carl reiner um and um obviously quite the cast in there Carl reiner as alan brady mm-hmm. rob's boss um and his wife on the show played by mary tyler moore uh-huh.
0: um, Yep.
1: Yeah, uh one one uh, uh dick uh three emmy awards as outstanding lead actor in a comedy series and the re- series itself received four emmy awards as outstanding comedy series um, so yeah, I, oh, I grew up with the Dick Van Dyke show, so yes, <laughs> definitely as stable as, so I, was saying, as mm-hmm. I was saying, as I would say, I, I said this actually during the, uh, streaming services panel at in conjunction, cause crazy enough, as I'm almost 40, I was the youngest person still on the panel. Um, <laughs> and they were all talking about you know the pre-cable days and mm-hmm. talking about how they you know they grew up watching this that and the other thing and i was like well i didn't have i remember pre-cable um and mm-hmm. i remember not having cable because at home we didn't have cable but as i've mentioned several times my grandfather did and he watched me quite uh-huh. a bit after school and on the weekends. But the TV was pretty much set to whatever the channel number was during the day. It was Nickelodeon. At at night it turned to Nick at night, which eventually became T V land, but
2: Right. When I, was a kid, was but I wish for the old
0: I wish it was I wish for the old Nick at night days. I mean they had some awesome yes. lineups of
2: programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want
0: that channel. Bad. Not yeah. that the TV so, land programming is bad. I want the old retro Nick at night. Please and thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I so I said this in the panel. I totally get where Wanda Maximoff was coming from (laughs) yes Uh Uh because that was my childhood (laughs) was watching shows like the Dick Van Dyke show so like you know I know some people we I mean we talked about this when we talked WandaVision some people were like "Ugh, it's in black and white for the first two episodes like it's like that's so old I loved it not for me that's what I grew up on (laughs)
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's tradition yeah See, <laughs> someone who was one of her fourth grade research projects and we had to write a report was the history of tv <laughs> so yeah. yeah i know yeah. cathode ray tubes mm-hmm. <laughs> Black and <light>. color many <laughs> years later <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so yeah he yeah he, Totally love the Dick Van Dyke show and the homages that they did in WandaVision were fantastic, right on the nose. Um, so, uh, uh, so once the Dick Van Dyke show ended, they tried to create the new Dick Van Dyke show, which was a completely different plot, (laughs) Uh it was still developed by Carl Reiner. but in this case the Dick Van Dyke portrayed a local television talk show host um but it only lasted for 3 seasons. Um though no, um in 73 he did the an installment of Hanna-Barbera's the new Scooby-Doo movies in Scooby-Doo meets Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> um Um, It was also, let's see, also in the 70s, he received another Emmy Award nomination for his role as an alcoholic businessman in the television movie The Morning After, Um, and um, it was not long after that that Van Dyke revealed that he himself had been an alcoholic.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Um it, 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 the 70s, of course, obviously TV kind of all over the place. Um, he appeared several times on the Carol Burnett show. Um so um he um made a guest appearance on an episode of Matlock <laughs> in the eighties. Um uh he uh, appears in an episode of the golden girls as a doctor who is dating um, um beatrice arthur's character um at the time and she's like she's yeah, they've been dating a while um and she's like oh i really like him she la- yeah she likes the fact that he's a doctor of course sophia really likes the fact that her daughter's dating a doctor um but uh he (laughs) oh he's not a doctor he's a lawyer that's what it is um but he decides to quit uh being a lawyer to pursue his true lifelong dream of being a clown in the circus (laughs) (laughs) very appropriate role for dick van dyke uh, yes. He ends up, he ends up having to, to uh, work a case in court in full clown getup. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, and then. Um, I, I, if you're again of a certain age watching TV. Um, in the nineties. uh Yes, mid '90s. You
0: probably saw at least one or two episodes of Diagnosis Murder. Murder, love that one. (laughs) Yes. What? Sometimes when there's a mini marathon on, Mom and I will pop that on and sit and watch Mm -hmm. it. It's it's good stuff. Where you play Dr. Mark Sloan. Yes, and his son (laughs) guest stars as his tv son as well Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) yep so
1: that was yeah they're doing the cops and doctors teaming up to solve crime Way yes. before Law and Order and all those other shows came around, and NCIS,
0: and all yeah. all, those, all those alphabet soup ones, which yeah. we love dearly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of us,
2: some of us. <laughs>
1: um, and um, he was um as we talked about this when we talked about WandaVision, he was brought in to consult. For the the those uh black and white episodes of WandaVision to
2: mm-hmm. cool. see how
1: they can best emulate it. So uh and of course, when Dick Van Dyke was not on TV, he was doing film.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And of
1: course, in 1964, he became everyone's Favorite chimney sweep Bert and Mary Poppins.
2: One
1: of the worst Americans doing a British accent ever. But we still love him. But we don't care. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He
2: He gets a pass.
0: (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) Uh, And Mr. Dawes Sr., we cannot forget. He actually plays oh, two right.
0: roles yes.
1: in yes. the film. So, mm-hmm. Which in the credits, his name is scrambled until it unscrambles to say Dick Van Dyke. Uh, which they repeated in Mary Poppins Returns. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is even in a 2003 poll by Empire magazine, it was um, he came in second of worst ever accents in film. The number one, Sean Connery and The Untouchables.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, see The Untouchables. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. So. In, in, in Dick's
1: defense, or at least what he's, he's his defense is he's trying to explain his accent coach was Irish, oh. who didn't do an accent any better than I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. oh. mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, and then the history with the Irish and the British, not the best. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, and of course, doing Mary Poppins firmly puts him in the Disney bubble, and Disney has u- he's his Disney has uh used him quite a bit um for this, that and the other thing. Um, so um, and then uh in uh one of my other favorite movies which didn't do quite as well as mary poppins um but music still written by the sherman brothers um Mm -hmm. is shay shay bang bang yes Yes. funnily enough his character's last name potts (laughs) Uh
0: uh-huh which ties in with I'm our first. Two
1: people. How do we two draw people. the exact two people that have played a character with the last name Potts?
0: name of Potts, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: Serendipity. We oh, can do we that again if we tried. Nope. Um, so. Well, unless we drew a little Lansbury if we did a, did a third. But yeah, <laughs> I, don't <remember> <laughs> yeah I guess. It yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we will cover Chi Chi Bang Bang at some point because I love that movie same. Um, yeah mm-hmm. it's definitely out there and it it's so wild considering it gets written the original story was written by Ian Fleming is this the same guy that brought us James Bond
0: yes this is the same guy that That's brought us right. James Bond yes it's the same gentleman about that. gets us gets us uh, a flying
1: car a flying and floating <laughs> car and you know, a country that hates children, um, among other things. So the child catcher still gives me nightmares. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's done um uh you know um he's uh done uh he doesn't do quite as much film <laughs> um as as t v he bounces around because he is a kind of a triple threat so you know he's thinking dancing and mm-hmm. that, so you know he gets to do a lot of things um so um he's in uh he's the the DA in uh Warren Beatty's uh Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so um he's in Night at the Museum. Um yes. and yep. in Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian, but that got cut. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> got oh yeah, that... uh, and then he's in the third film, Night at the Museum Secret of the Tomb. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, he returns in, Mary Poppins returns, this time as Mr. Dawes Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, because, as we know, Mr. Dawes Sr. dies laughing off screen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he the Poppins.
1: Mary mm-hmm. Poppins. Uh, uh, so, um, he's got a Grammy Award for the soundtrack of Mary Poppins. um he uh wrote uh, a book called faith hope and hilarity a child's eye view of religion based on uh, anecdotes from his time as a sunday school teacher (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh kind of one of the other big things that he is Really big into is he's a huge fan of a cappella and like barbershop quartets. So cool. he has a group called Dick Van Dyke and the Fantastics that have been together since 2000, and they do all sorts of performances. They performed on different tv shows the first tv land awards they've done the national anthem at laker games <laughs> oh uh, he's made an honorary member of the barbershop harmony society 1999
0: nice yeah uh,
1: um he's a huge fan of computer animation Um, and actually helped create some of the 3d special effects used in diagnosis murder and has as displayed his work at places like SIGGRAPH which is a huge like computer conference that occurs every year um uh he obviously he's 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 reduced uh or reduced produced uh released uh, some musical albums um with uh different you know uh like jazz big bang classic type music um so um Uh, he he's got a star on the hollywood walk of fame um he's got um uh four kids uh from his first marriage um to to margie um they were actually married on the radio (laughs) on a radio show called bride and groom (laughs) (laughs) So I have four kids, Christian, Barry, Stacey, and Carrie Beth. Um, and they got divorced in 1984. Um, and then he um never married, but was in a relationship with uh Michelle Marvin and were together like 30 years until she died in 2009 Um, and then he married Arlene in 2012. Um um after meeting six years prior at the SAG awards um and yeah at the time they got married he was 86 Arlene was 40 uh but if you follow him on social media he does not act like he's as old as it is and I think Arlene helps keep him young yeah yes um though so, but like you know his son obviously barry was on diagnosis murder he's got grandkids um that have uh appeared like on diagnosis murder <laughs> mm-hmm. um he has seven grandkids um uh, his son chris is the is uh was a district district attorney for Marion county in oregon in the 80s um so um he has been um uh currently sober <laughs> good mm-hmm. which is good um he he went to the hospital for uh alcohol addiction back in the 70s um and um he uh is um still at it yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's still at it uh yeah he still makes appearances at all sorts of of things he recently made an appearance um at uh, uh the kennedy center honors um where um he did he helped with the performance of uh or no he was honored with the kennedy center orders in 2021 but julie julie just got like a lifetime achievement award or something and i believe dick made an appearance um for that so um but yeah he's he's still out and about he's he posts on social media you know so or arlene will post for him depending on what's going on um i will say something that people may not realize um and obviously i don't know since the the pandemic this is i don't think this is necessarily something that he's really done but for the uh for a while there um, I have uh some friends that were at um our uh they did they weren't able to come to our Disney wedding, the actual ceremony, they came they arrived in Florida later that evening for our little reception party thing we had at Walt Disney World. Um uh because they're they're they live in California in the Los Angeles area. And um Patrick The husband he and his brother own a puppy puppetry company called swazzle and if you've seen the the, um, oh crap what's it called jim carrey has had a series it's like an apple tv or something i think it's called like just Uh kidding where he plays like a mr Uh rogers type character
0: yeah Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there's a lot of puppets involved Swazel's been making those uh, among other things and Pat, and they've done work with like um the henson company uh patrick's got uh credits and some of the the newer muppet movies um so they do they do a lot of like really cool they can do a lot of really cool like uh puppetry and props and stuff like that they helped do some of the props when uh paul rubens did uh peewee's playhouse live at the hollywood bowl um but somehow through the grapevine dick van dyke finds out about this and calls upon patrick Uh to come help him decorate his lawn for halloween oh my goodness because dick van dyke is a (laughs) huge huge fan of halloween and goes oh. all out oh. at halloween time decorating he and my his cousin's
0: house. Hu- one of my cousin's husbands would get along just fine because he's a big halloween buff <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so yeah so my friend carrie
1: had got to go the couple of times that they did it and essentially hanging out at dick van dyke's house while her husband helps dick van dyke go hog wild for halloween <laughs> so, <laughs> i think she still has her blog posts up on that
2: oh cool if
1: i can find them i will link them in the show notes the <laughs> <Ooh, yes,
2: please. laughs> It is yes, please. The
1: wildest thing is it's like you know he's Bert, you know it's you know it's a dick van dyke uh-huh. show and um uh, mary poppins and Chi bang bang and diagnosis murder and all these other things and you know he's a disney legend obviously yes and the man freaking loves
0: halloween <laughs> and like this. Oh, too if you hadn't if you hadn't filmed yet he would be perfect to get as a cameo appearance mm. yeah really <laughs> missed opportunity missed opportunity you never know <laughs> yeah because they get a parent you never
1: know mm-hmm.
0: yeah but I mean knowing what we know it's like oh come on <laughs> yeah but
1: yeah that's uh that that's that's one of my favorite things to tell when like Dick Van Dyke comes up because yeah, obviously everybody's like oh Mary Poppins and this set and the other thing I'm like yeah do you know he really loves Halloween and decorates his house like full bore <laughs> and I've got friends that have helped him decorate his house in the back <laughs> So i know this from people that have helped <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah that was uh that's one of my favorites but uh i love dick van dyke Yeah, mm-hmm. that's 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 my childhood right there and i just i, I yeah. love the fact that he is still out there you know, living the best life at 96 yes. and you know just like people like betty white that's how you live that long uh-huh in, in my humble opinion is you don't let age hold you back it, it's it's just a number so you know um you know he's not let age and the stuff that comes with it hold him back he's like no i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go sing with the fantastics i'm gonna go dance you know just <laughs> step in time on stage at 96 years old and
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know, boo to you
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so
1: but yeah i i love Dick van dyke so he reminds me of my dad too (laughs) which may have have something to do with it as well which i don't know if that's a midwestern thing because he was born in missouri even though he was raised in illinois but you know they're right next to each other so it's it's possible it's it's close enough and like you know while Mm -hmm. disney was from missouri you know and walt reminds me of the way they talk Mm yeah just sometimes i hear things and it's like i don't i don't know if that's just a midwestern type thing or what so it's this indiana illinois missouri type thing because we're just south enough of wisconsin that we don't get we don't Mm -hmm. get the real nasally wisconsin but it's just a
0: little nasally (laughs) Yeah. There's just something about that mid-central west area. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. thinking that just... Maybe. Who knows?
1: You guys have any uh, thoughts on uh, Mr. Dick Van Dyke?
0: Uh, Good guy. Two thumbs up in my book and he's got such a backlog of stuff that Please go and do a deep dive. You're doing you'll be doing yourself a great service mm-hmm. and see some top mm-hmm. notch top notch acting, I mean legend. <laughs> yeah, really. Yep. Yeah. Uh, nice more like is, national is, treasure. National yeah. treasure, maybe.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. The nice thing is mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff out there is available. So, like the Dick Van Dyke is available on lots of streaming services, um, uh, Tubi, Roku Channel, Peacock. Um, uh, Night at the Museum is on Disney Plus. Uh, Diagnosis Murder, five seasons, available on Pluto TV. Yep. Um, so. Um, obviously, Mary Poppins and <laughs> Mary Poppins Returns, Disney, um, Disney Plus. So, yeah, good, good stuff. So I love him; yeah, he's just
2: just
1: yeah. hilarious. So, and he's done like some. I think he's done like some Hallmark type. M- like christmas type things as well i think as well so like buttons a christmas tale (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or if you've not seen it watch the documentary the boys the sherman Brothers story it's on disney plus as well yeah and I think that is a good note to end this on. Yes. Yes.
0: Very good note.
1: Yep. yep. So. All right. Well, if any of our listeners want to tell us your opinions on this is an interesting combination of celebrities, but hey, the hat does what the yeah. hat does. One Paltrow and Dick Van Dyke. Um. hmm <laughs> um uh you can send us feedback. Uh you can email us uh at uh, fiveishfangirls at gmail.com or just go to our website, which is the fiveishfangirls.com, where you can connect with us um via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun things. Of course, the link to the Goodreads Book Club is also there, so you can go join yes. in the discussion and vote for um the current poll um yes if you want to financially support us you can do that a number of ways you can become a regular contribute via patreon link on the website if you um just want to give a one-time donation you can do that via ko-fi or uh you can buy a march through Redbubble, which the link to that is also on the website so um like I said, make sure you uh if you are so inclined, make sure you're following us on things like Facebook and YouTube, so you can see things like pictures from events and video and that sort of thing i don't have any. I i don't have anything until gen con so be a little quiet on that front for about a month which is probably a good thing uh <laughs> uh but in the meantime you can always go and look at the stuff that i've already done this year like in conjunction to popcorn and also previous years so there is that and of course we always appreciate your support your likes your comments um fun seeing people comment and uh respond to the stuff i posted via the social media as well at in conjunction um always good to see some familiar faces um and make some new acquaintances and the like so um always always a good time and we just appreciate everything that you guys do to support us so we will keep at it and for now we shall sign off for this week
0: this is Brittany bovener saying good night this is holly from wisconsin saying good evening and this is
1: Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. And step in time, step in time, step in time, step in time. Never, real, never run, never step, step in time, step in time. Here's your air work. if you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash 5 podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official 5 Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash 5 We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at 5 at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 5 fangirls.